Dang, your audio changed kind of weird. Did it? How's going on, everyone? DJ here with the Two Raw Torres podcast. Um, back again, of course, with Hector, because, you know, that's my nigga. Uh, we will be discussing The Little Things, which is the second movie to be released on HBO Max. But before, let's, let's let Hector say hello. Part of our HBO Hobo series, as I shall nickname it. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's The Little Things, DJ. Like HBO. screenwriting and good acting. HBO Hobo. plot that makes sense. I just thought it was funny because HBO home box office hobos. Oh. And because of the way how our fucking hair looks for now. Until next week, I'm kind of upset that you got the Rona, man. We were supposed to film this because I was supposed to cut this yesterday. <laughs> I was supposed to film this. You know, we finally, go, well, I finally got kicked out of that uh, wrestler group. Probably because I wasn't doing shit, so, you know, it's only a matter of time. We rode it until the wheels fell off. But uh, yeah, man, we're, we're back, and we're here to talk about the little things. And wait, you're cutting your hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were supposed to, uh, we were supposed to film that match before the fourth. Remember? Luckily, so I went to do the inter. I went to call on the phone to see. Oh, am I supposed to go to the interview? They're like, no, you have to go do this online test that we're gonna send to you, and then you have to do that in before the tenth to get interviewed. I'm like, oh. But if I do that before the 10th, I can get interviewed quicker. Like, oh, no, 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 no. After the 10th, we'll see out of all the people who took the test before the 10th. So I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. It's forever to get this job. But that's uh, another personal story, guys. Y'all don't care about my personal life, you motherfuckers. So then you, <laughs> yeah. so then you right, don't need to cut your hair. I, um, I want to cut it. The only thing reason I'm keeping it is because my girlfriend at this point, she likes it. You know. But anyways. So then you don't want to do the match. No, I do want to do the match. I want to do the match. I definitely want to do the match as soon as possible. But anyways, everybody. Uh, yeah, it's The Little Things. This is movie two. This is, a, this is a movie that I legitimately did not care about from the first trailers. And I was surprised that this was part of our series. And I damn near felt as if I was forced to watch this. Because I'm like, damn, this movie looks like it's going to suck. Because the I first never trailer... saw the trailer. Okay, so the, the way how the trailer shot is weird. The trailer makes it seem like if Denzel has, like, this, these powers to talk to these dead people, because he, like, hovers over the dead girl, and then he gives that little monologue where he talks about, like, letting down insecurities or whatever the hell. Basically, just, like, blaming this dead girl for her being murdered. <laughs> but anyways, so we're going to do this standard format, like how we do every interview, where we're going to give you a brief little 10-minute summary of what we think of the film, and then we go deep into spoilers. So, and then we give our little 1 to 10 rating. All right, DJ, this is your show. Why am I explaining the rules? Let us know what you thought of this film. <laughs> I thought the this was a very bad movie. Um, it's nowhere near the worst movie I've ever seen, trust me, because there's Dragon Ball Evolution and After Earth and shit like that that's out there. Uh, Ooh, I watch After Earth. Oh man, that movie was terrible. I don't. I felt bad, so bad for Will Smith after he did that movie. Um, no, yeah, it just it's a story that went nowhere. I mean, it it just. I mean, I guess it sort of kind of made sense, and then at the same time, it did not make sense. So I just. I read the, for Denzel Washington, and Denzel Washington did perfectly fine as far as his acting goes. Of course, just. 
it's just something you can't take away from him. But for him to to have agreed, like when I watched this movie, I was like, why did he agree to do this movie? Like, what? Why? Yeah. What What's the last Denzel performance that you've seen in in like a movie? Like the last Denzel, I didn't see the Equalizer series. I saw part one. I didn't see part two. I never seen any of them. Okay, so the last like Denzel movie that I saw was Fences, and Denzel was fucking amazing in that movie. I think the last Denzel movie that I actually watched was Flight. Was he good in that movie? I haven't seen that. Okay. That's the one where he's the drunk pilot that the plane crashes and he ends up steering it to safety or whatever, some stupid shit like that. Or like one person dies or some shit, and then they try to convict him. And they try to convict him. Um, I want to say that was the last movie I'd seen. Of him, Flutterizer, Magnificent Seven. Um, yeah, that would be it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, I forgot he was in that Magnificent Seven remake. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I was so excited for it because I was a fan of westerns, but I don't know what caused me not to watch it. I don't know if I just got busy or whatever. But okay, so yeah. This was going to be short because it's not really a movie that we're like big, big fans of, guys. It's not going to be like Wonder Woman. Let me tell y'all this one. This movie had a plot. It went scatterbrained. It left too many open-ended questions. And I appreciate movies that help you, you know, where they're like, hey, you got to think of the ending. But I don't have to. I'm supposed to think of the ending. I'm not supposed to think of every single loose end and figure what the fuck's going on. The performances, as I assumed, Leto gave a better Joker performance in this movie than he did as the actual Joker uh, Rami Malek, this whole fucking movie seemed like if he was just, I don't know why people thought he was a good actor, alright? I don't know why I, people thought... I, I never... He, really, it looked I like he was doing Freddie Mercury. Uh, it literally looked like he was doing the Freddie Mercury character, but in this movie. If you ever want to see Freddie Mercury try to solve a mystery, that would be this fucking movie. And I, I just wasn't a fan of him as Freddie Mercury. I wasn't a fan of him as this... I know people saying that he's a great actor because of, like, like Mr. Robot. But it's like, yeah, they had him play a lifeless fucking personality-less robot. That's why you think he's a good fucking actor, because he killed that role. Arnold's not a fucking great actor. That's why he's the perfect Terminator. <laughs> Say this shit as basic as possible. Bam. And he fucking killed it. You know? But anyways, uh, this movie has some controversy, at least to me. That I feel, but I'll get into that when we get to spoilers part. Now, I don't know if we're going into rankings part, but if we're going to rankings part, man, this is fucking three. This is a three. This is a three out of ten. Mm, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I can agree. Uh, it's, like I said, I, I, don't, I don't see why Denzel agreed to do this movie. Um, so as far as the movie goes, like, I'll be honest with you, I can't even remember, like, the first 30 minutes of it. Like, I was watching it, but I was so disinterested, that's how, that's how I knew the movie was not gonna be any good, because I was so disinterested, like, within the first 30 minutes of this movie. I think I really started paying attention more when he went back to, like, his old town or whatever, and that's where, from there on is what I remember. Um, 
So Hector can fill you guys in on the first 30 minutes because I I'll do you guys not in on, the, on the first 30 minutes. But, uh, yeah, let me just uh, say, yeah, so 3 out of 10, there's our ratings, everybody. If you didn't want spoilers, even though we're two fucking weeks into it and it's on HBO, it's on a streaming service, you have yourself to blame, goddammit. Anyway, spoiler alert, let's go to the fucking, let's break it down piece by piece. So when I first watched this movie, I saw this movie twice. I saw it once at home and once at work. Uh, now, in that room, that's my fucking bedroom, I forgot that I have my TV on low brightness. So when I first watched, like, the first 30 minutes of the film, I'm like, damn, this movie's dark as fuck. I can't see shit. And then my stupid ass realized, oh, wait, I'm watching it in the room that I just, like, watched something to go before I go to sleep. Okay. So I turned up the brightness, and then I rewatched the movie. But uh, first time watching the movie... Took me a while to piece things together, but then as soon as I piece things together, I'm like, there's too much open-ended things going on here. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, okay, now these ties up some more loose ends, but I'm still like concerned. What the fuck <laughs> does certain things mean? So at the first beginning of this movie, with seeing it in brightness, you see that the guy who actually like stopped and who's this girl who's the sole living witness of this murder who survives this attempt, uh, she, uh, uh, she, sur- she, uh, what's it called? She survives, but the guy who he's doing it in the beginning does not look like Jared Leto at all. Doesn't look like Jared Leto, and he doesn't look like that squeaky dude who, like, you find out later on offs himself because Denzel Washington said a fucking name. But anyways, so the first 30 minutes, they're just trying to find out, and you, 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 See Denzel getting shitted on by like his coworkers, by everybody else, and then Rami Malek comes on, and he's like this cocky detective and shit. And then, now granted, when you introduce a character, I need to see like, why should I be rooting for them? I didn't root for Rami Malek at the beginning of this movie because it's like, hold up, the first thing you see Rami Malek do in this movie is he has Denzel Washington's car towed, even though Denzel just stopped by to pick up some fucking evidence. That well, okay, I remember that part. That was in the first thirty minutes. I remember yeah. him. That, that's your introduction to Rami Malek. Yeah, that's the introduction to yeah. I, that that's when he first comes in. Um, so Denzel goes by a guy named like Zeke or Deke or some shit like that. Uh, Rami yeah, Malek is Detective fucking, fucking Baxter. Um, he doesn't have his car towed. He just parks his car behind. Uh, Baxter's car, and then he comes yeah, out. Yeah, no, Baxter tries to get it, you know. Yeah, he no. tries to get it towed. Detective Freddie Mercury tries to get the shit towed. Yeah. And then... But Denzel was there to get evidence. So I was yeah, like, yo... Yeah, he was there to get some evidence. Like, Freddie, yeah. you know, like, Detective Freddie Mercury here is kind of an asshole. I kind of yeah. don't want to cheer for him. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. And so, like, okay, it's so all that shit, you know... Uh... Is this before or after he, he's given the press conference? No, this is before. Because then at the press conference, Denzel, to get back at him, tells that one dude, oh, so there's been like four murders. Y'all and you don't have a suspect. Months, yeah. And y'all got a suspect, yeah. And then that's why. And then he goes to the diner and shit. And then Rami Malik's acting is so weird, I couldn't tell if he was upset at Denzel or if he wanted to fuck Denzel. So it's just, it's just. Oh, that's right, because he's sitting there eating and he walks in. Yeah, that whole scene was like. He's he's eating. He's eating, but he's looking at him with his fucking teeth out, looking at him like this. 
Yeah, that whole scene was. If someone weird. does that to you, bro, stop it. No, <laughs> that, that's instant hands. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you don't come to my shit while I'm eating and look at me like that. <laughs> it's just squabbled. I'm out here enjoying my Waffle House pancakes and shit. Wait, I said Waffle House pancakes. That makes no fucking sense. <laughs> I was like, you're not going to interrupt my fucking breakfast eating mood when you're doing some shit like that. But anyways, ooh, uh, anus bur- was it anus burger or was it anus steakhouse? All I know is one of the G was out. So instead of Angus, it was anus. I thought that was, I was so juvenile, but it was hilarious. <laughs> it was a anus steakhouse. <laughs> it was just like, I don't know why that amuses me, but I live in the broke side of Houston. So there's so many signs that like have one or two lights off and shit. And so that was something funny. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I remember the funniest one is when uh, there was like a bootleg Motel 6. It was called Hotel 6. And it had the uh, it had the T and the L turned off. So it was Ho 6. Ho 6. Hell yeah. But anyways. So. so- now- the real gist of this movie is, like, someone's killing all these damn women. It's like, uh, somebody, you know, kind of like hey. your your classical mommy issue serial killer story. Yeah, but, I mean, they don't, like, get into the killer's backstory, because I know the trailer sets it up to make it seem as if Jared Leto's the killer, but then they do this thing where it's like, again, at the beginning scene, the guy doesn't look like Jared Leto. They establish that there were two people involved, that possibly two people involved with the murders, so if they're going by that motive, okay, then maybe Jared Leto is one of the people. But I think the controversial aspect of this film is that it's trying to... We're going to keep going through this, so I'll, I'll, I'll save it because I have like a whole rant on it. But we'll keep going. So we're going through suspects, blah, blah, blah. We find that one weird guy who plays a weird guy and everything. I mean, like, I mean, not to go against typecasting, this man looks like the perfect... He looks like the perfect pedophile. Like, like I feel like he's been casted as a pedophile or as a rapist in multiple things. Like, he has his niche and he sticks to it. May he never actually do anything like that or get accused of doing anything. Because I might just believe the suspect on site. <laughs> I might just believe the accuser on site. Uh, Anyways. Yes, so, you yeah. are a pedophile. Yeah, so then they interviewed this potential pedophile dude and then... All of a sudden, uh, you find out next day a pedophile dude just marks himself. Now, as Denzel is doing this, Denzel takes a vacation. He takes a vacation. Vacation. But he's using his vacation days to work this case, which, how is that even legal? Oh, another thing is because you really can't do a good murder movie that takes place in the 2010s this or, or in the 2020s now, this takes place in the 90s. Oh, yeah, that's right. It does. I which the only th- I had my suspicions, but what tipped me off was the No Doubt poster on the fridge and some of the old logos. But, yeah. By the so, way. I- so Denzel and, and, and Mr. Baxter, uh, Mr. Mr. What's his fucking Detective name? Freddie Mercury. We're going to call him that. <laughs> yeah, Detective Freddie Mercury. They have a uh, uh, a weird relationship at the start. Um, 
where it's like, oh, hey, you want to take me out to breakfast? Denzel's like, why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> that, that, that? I don't know why, but that shit was funny. I would have <laughs> never expected someone to, like, give that answer to, like, hey, you want to take me out to breakfast? Why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> if I ever spend the night at your fucking crib again, that's the first thing I'm going to ask you. <laughs> and, and what's crazy is, like, the dude said, he said, all right, fine, I'll buy you breakfast. But he never bought this man breakfast. He yeah, cooked, he, he had his wife cook breakfast at the house. Hell yeah. Fuck fucking up. Cheating-ass Detective Freddie Mercury out here. His wife Didn't was even stick too. to his word. It was pretty hot. I ain't going to lie. Um, his wife? Yeah, she was hot. Yeah, I mean, if that if that tickles your fancy, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. But, you know, what's weird. You know, it's weird. Speaking of something weird, when we get to Rami Malek's house, look, you have a daughter, you have a son. I'm a family friend. I have other family friends who have their own kids. Not one of one of their daughters give me a kiss yes, when they tell yeah. me bye. What the fuck was with that? Yeah, that whole scene was awkward. Like, <laughs> was, was awkward. The wife was just staring at Denzel. Uh, the daughter comes in to greet everyone or whatever, greet him. And this is bye to Denzel and then kisses Denzel. The yeah, chair. and then the other daughter comes, they're leaving for school, and then the little girl gives him a kiss on the cheek. And Denzel's just like, got some good kids there. Like what? What was that? That whole scene was just awkward. Like, bro, I was like, bro, if any, if any, like, hypothetically here, if Aaliyah did that shit, I'd be like, DJ, come get your child, <laughs> get this, get your kids. I was like, I don't know any fucking family that trains their daughter to just kiss random strangers, bro. Me, me neither. That may I they look- never, may they never be part of the Catholic Church, and may they never be in Girl Scouts. <laughs> if not, they're just asking for it at that point. Oh man. <laughs> No, yeah, that was an awkward scene. Um, so, fuck. By the yeah. way, I guess, uh, I don't know how much the cheapest, shittiest beer that I would always sell at Kroger, fucking Bush paid to be part of this. But, you know, they, they made sure it's going to be our beer you see, goddammit. Bush, the official beer of, of potential mur- murderers of women. Um, yeah, so... Oh, we are forgetting. So what makes uh, Denzel's, like, big character moment that makes detective freddie mercury be like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna consider taking this guy as denzel thinks of hey there's this building across the street i see a window let me go over there and there's this empty room with a chair you know so that so that's the tip off that denzel provides that all of a sudden makes them go oh shit this man's a fucking genius he checks his surroundings he does basic level one detective work (laughs) he's (laughs) it's like that's that's his big mind-blowing revelation yeah they all and then he made that nerdy dude kill himself just by saying that chick's name i don't know what it was i'm gonna say martha just because (laughs) justice league jokes (laughs) yeah they're all fascinated with the way denzel's character uh works in this movie um so like like we said there's a bunch of like murdering of all these women going on uh, as Hector mentioned, I, like I said, I never saw the trailer, but I guess in the trailer he said it made it like Denzel could talk to dead people. Um, it was more of him having like yes PTSD. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and he was just seeing like every dead body, 
Yeah, every day, every dead body he would see, the imagine. Yeah, he did not alive. see them yeah. with them showing their titties like how they showed them in the murder scene. Truly disappointing. But then again, do you really want to see dead girl titties? I mean, I mean, maybe <laughs> if you're Rob Zombie, maybe. <laughs> Bro, if this movie was directed by Rob Zombie, you would see everything. See, you would see everything. I'm gonna turn down this fucking heater. God damn, it's hot in this modifier. <laughs> Rob Zombie has no chill. Uh, no, but fucking, man, what's it called? So anyways, our, our boys, our boys here are, are tried and true trio. By the way, this killer doesn't have like a, specif- a, a specific pattern, you know? He, he's killing mixed race, he's killed white, Mexican, black, Yeah, you know? he's just he's just killing, you know, you don't, you don't give a fuck. He's killing Which the skin range. crazy, because I just watched a documentary on the... On the... the Night Soccer? Yes, have you seen that? I have not, I've been wanting to watch it. So apparently... We'll another time. Well, the reason I bring it you, up is because yeah, uh, the guy, like, he had no pattern, which is the same thing as the Night Stalker. The Night Stalker, really just 24-year-old guy going around killing people where they were old kids, yeah. you know. Night Stalker did not give a fuck, bro. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't care at all. Yeah, which um, they bring the Night Stalker up in this movie. They mention him. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so, it could be another Night Stalker situation, except... It has a motive. These are, like, women in their 20s or whatever getting murdered by this guy. Former prostitutes. That, 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 yeah. You know? Which was, uh, I mean, hey, you know, he's trying to do some good in the world. Get rid of all the, the prostitutes and the drugs. No, I don't know. That's fucked up to say. You don't get rid of all the hoes, bro? <laughs> you can't be getting rid of all the hoes, bro? <laughs> um, but anyways. So, Jared Leto eventually becomes their number one suspect. Um, and it, it was, I don't even remember how, I remember him going to some, was it a, uh, a, a, a there cleaners? Was, there was the belief that, there's a belief, which is, so the first thing that tips them off is they're saying, hey, this person's driving like a classic style car. And With a lot of miles just, on it. And it was the miles, and I think when they go to Jared Leto's, it was like 420 something. I wish they would have just kept it at 420 because the memes. Uh, it was like 438 and some change. Yeah, no, no. It was high as fuck. I was yeah, like, dang. a lot of fucking miles on that car. So I was like, damn. So that's like one of the first things that tips him off. But he is, what first tips him off is he is one of the employees that works the electrical thing. Like that's, that's what it see. was. He worked yeah. at the maintenance thing. Yeah, so, and then the second thing that tips them off which is where they get more comfort because you know Denzel first has that confrontation where he has the for sale sticker on the car, and then like Denzel's like, oh, there's a nice little vehicle you got here. I'm just looking at it. Can I check the trunk space? Which this is when we'll get to the overall narrative and why I had an issue with this movie is just because there's nobody to cheer for, but the end with the music that it plays makes me feel like I'm supposed to cheer for these people. Because when we get to the revelation, which as soon as he talks to that girl to the coroner's office and the coroner has like a bullet that looks like that, which is like the traditional, oh, it's shot into something. I knew, okay, well, they're not wearing vests. So and he's not wearing vests in this. So automatically I pieced together what fucking happened. Oh, he shot somebody. And the reason he's working at this low position is because of the fact that. You know, he killed an innocent person. But then when they talk to each other in the meeting, even though he goes lower on the position himself and he puts himself lower, the only three people who knew that were him, the coroner, and his partner. So how the fuck does the rest of the department know that? 
I didn't understand. No, the partner was the uh, is the um, the oh. white guy who became the captain. Or yeah, the okay, chief. yeah, okay, yeah, okay. He knew about it. Yeah, so they know about it, and they're blah blah blah. You know, the coroner marks it as multiple stab lacerations. Da, da, da. Even though the truth is, she came running straight to Denzel, crying, and then Denzel... so Hector Hector kind of jumped jumped ahead a bit. So during this whole movie, you're getting like flashbacks to a part of Denzel, um, pretty much trying to, a crime scene. yeah, yeah, pretty much trying to solve a, a case that he was working on. He was at a crime scene, and you're getting like fragments of this um, flashback throughout the entire movie, up until the end. Uh, so like we said, Jared Leto was like prime suspect number one. They they're after him or whatever. Uh, and like on multiple occasions, you know, they broke into his house. They're trying to find all kinds of evidence on him. They can't find shit. He knows they're on to him or that they're investigating him. It's like I said, it's never really said if he's one of the killers or not. Uh, so they do all this shit. And towards the end, he he's, he leads them to this field where he says he uh-huh. married we'll, body. We'll, we'll get to that part later, but hold on. Let's let's just build up. But what I was talking about was the narrative. But I'll, I'm not going to skip straight to the end because I want to... Well, yeah, because that has to deal with the end, though. Yeah, I know, I know. But I, I want to get straight to it. So anyways, you see this other girl go walking. She's going out with this dude, which on some 90s shit, she's like, oh, no, it's safe. I just got to walk three blocks. Right. Okay, fuck walking. And you live in L.A., bro. What the fuck? <laughs> you're on the West Coast and you're like, yo, I can walk three blocks at night. Not me. Fuck no, not me. If I'm walking three blocks at night, that's when I put on my fucking big-ass trench coat so I look suspicious as hell so nobody walks up to me. And then that's when I just go get... Even though if I'm walking three blocks, it's not even because they built a corner store one block away from me, so I'm just going to get my Oreos, get my milk, and get the fuck on out of here. Get my little blue belt and piece the fuck out. I didn't walk, you know, three blocks in the night. and Because the dude even offers, like, oh, I could jog with you, da-da-da-da. And then that's when we get this, like, other clue of this Red Barrett, which is what uh, Denzel's trying to find when they illegally go to Jared Leto's. Because they have a hunch that he's the prime suspect, but what makes them for sure that he's the prime suspect is when they're saying, hey, the killer has this habit of going back to, like, the crime scene or going back to, like, certain points of the crime scene. So Jared Leto goes to the interstate marker. Oh, and let's not forget he, he was biting these motherfuckers, too. Yeah, so he goes to the mile marker. Now Denzel goes to the trash, you know, tries to find a match bite, and then, to be fair, you know, they say, oh, well, I really couldn't get you much off of this. It's similar, but I really can't tell you. Because dude folds his fucking pizza like an animal. Fuck you, right? That's how you <laughs> eat proper pizza. If you don't have a plate, you fold that bitch in half, and you eat it. What makes him a bitch is not finishing it and eating the crust. That's what makes you a bitch, all right? Or if there were some pineapples on that shit, then he's a super bitch. (laughs) Or he's Samoan. (laughs) But Whoa. You know? Samoan doesn't make you bitch. I don't share that same sentiment, guys. I barely know this guy. What, do you like pineapple pizza? Fuck no. I was about to say, you nasty-ass boy. That's some nasty-ass so shit. That is nasty-ass shit, putting fruit on a pizza. What type of shit is that? Anyways, so they go to the marker. Jared Leto's prime suspect. Jared Leto starts fucking with him. 
They interview him. Now, supposedly, Denzel says he has an erection. I, I'm not zooming in and rewatching the movie and be like, let me look at Jared Little's dick. I need to see if his dick gets hard or not. You know, but anyways, he goes and he's looking at the, uh, the actual crime scene photos. And so he's just acting fucking weird. But again, he's just acting fucking weird, just making some jokes and things of that nature. That's why I said he played a better fucking Joker in this than he did Suicide Squad. Which you figure, with it being set in the 90s, we'd get the wannabe gangster set in this movie. And then we get the serious Joker Suicide Squad. But nope, reality is a different beast. I don't even remember his Joker in the Suicide That's how bad it was, because I don't even remember it. It's fucking trash, bro. You don't even want to go. Alright, imagine, like, white trash... <laughs> In, in a human form, and that's what this Joker was. Anyways, they go investigate the crime scene. This guy's acting weird. Fuck it. Denzel goes back to the crime scene. You know, they look. It's fresh milk. So this dude killed the chick and then went to put the milk in the fridge fixed after he fixed the fridge. Things of that nature. So, look around. And then now Detective Freddie Mercury and shit. You know, they're, they're still... They're still looking. This... This movie is slow-paced, to be honest. You know, it's it's one of its biggest problems is that it was slow-paced as fuck. You know, I wouldn't mind if, hey, the trailer told us that Jared Leto is the main suspect guy for the killer. And, and you know, but throughout the movie, they're interviewing different people or speaking to different people. You know, because that helps kill the time. But the thing is, this movie was just slow-paced like a motherfucker. Like, I don't know what this dead chick is doing like damn near sucking on denzel's crusty ass feet you know they're just floating over there so it's just like what the, what the fuck do i need to see this for you know and then you learn denzel has two kids who he never addresses by the way he never he he probably i think they alluded to like he never calls them he's he hasn't seen them in fucking forever yeah so um uh, his wife is married to someone else yeah who so, actually does their yard which is funny. So, you know, they just get, like, all this shit goes down. I don't think Denzel sees his wife because he's talking to the coroner chick, you know. So you're like, supposed to lead up to this thing that if you could already put two and two together, most of us already knew what was. Did you piece the ending? Did you get the surprise? Did you, did you know it before they revealed it? I don't know what you're talking about. With the Denzel accidentally killing the chick. Oh, yeah, I figured that's what had happened. Okay, yeah, so most people have a fucking brain, you know, pieced out, you know, where this is leading to, even though they try to, like, redcon it with some shit, and it's just like, okay, and then they throw in something which now has us questioning Jared Leto's innocence, which is, oh, did he went to jail eight years prior, but was immediately released because he confessed to a murder that he did not commit. And he's also, like, a huge murder fan. Yeah, he's, like, a murder buff, which makes you, like, kind of throws out... I don't... It just made no fucking sense. Like, why build up this whole murder story, give you a prime suspect, and then throw in the curve where it's like, oh, shit, maybe he's not the actual killer. Maybe he's not one of the actual killers. Um. It's yeah, a, he's a fucking I mean, mur- he's a murder buff. 
uh, he was a bit crazy. Uh, he confessed, like you said, he confessed to that murder, and then come to find out, he was just stringing the officers along. Uh, along, uh, okay, because yeah. So you believe him when he says, "I've never actually killed anybody." Yeah, he said he never actually killed anyone, and I mean. The way I don't fucking know. The way the fucking movie ended, it was so. It I was like with, with this movie, with this movie trying to be a murder mystery and not giving us a conclusive answer of who the murderer is. I don't know what it's trying to be. It and then when I rewatched it, I was like, okay, now that I know this isn't a murder mystery movie, which is how you fucking pitched it as in your trailers. <clears throat> so what is this movie then? And I was like, oh okay, this is supposed to focus on these two cops going at it and like trying to find out shit about each other well what my point is and why this movie kind of pissed me off is in the year of 2020 and then well 2021 in the year of 2021 i don't want to see this movie where we're trying to like glorify these two cops who ultimately were in the wrong for the shit that they done and killed innocent civilians I don't care if you think, oh, well, maybe if we make the cop black, that'll make it different. Ta-da. No, because in real life... He said ta-da. <laughs> and it's like, ta-da. That's going to that's gonna fix it right there. Bam. They can't say it was racist if the cop was black and the chick was white. Now, black people won't be mad. No, no people of color watching this fucking movie are still going to be mad <laughs> because it's a fucking cop who, in a, who killed an innocent person. And is trying to cut co- and cover and successfully, successfully covered it up. Yeah. He got to work in the same precinct. I don't give a fuck if I'm supposed to feel bad that he had a heart attack, lost his kids and wife. Like I don't give a fuck. You shot an innocent person. Yeah. So again, what Hector's alluding to, <laughs> because the ending ties up to what Hector's talking about. All right. So just we'll fast forward towards the ending. Um. Like I said, yeah. they, they try to find all kinds of evidence on this guy. They can't find it. They break into his house, I think, twice. The first time, uh, he actually finds out. He calls the cops, um, says that there's an officer down. It's just a way for him for them to, to try to ca- um, catch, catch Denzel in the act. Yeah, Denzel in the act. Um, and then the second time, By the way, he does I, it. Let, 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 I don't mean to interrupt. You know, this is your show and everything, but Denzel... Yeah, y'all could have gotten a stunt man for Denzel. Y'all did Denzel dirty. He looked like he was struggling on that roof so fucking hard. You think hard. that was really him? <laughs> I think it was because of how awkward and shitty it looked. I was like, bro, bro, get, y'all should have put a stunt double or something. I'm not believing in part. Granted, he doesn't have to be fucking parkour Denzel doing some Batman shit and do like a 450 off the fucking roof. Well, I mean, his character was old, baby. Maybe they really did get a stuntman. He just had to look old. I don't know. It just looked fucking <laughs> awful and janky. I'm like, what the fuck? And it was supposed to be serious, but I couldn't help laugh my ass off. When the way he was Denzel going the way he on, was the on the roof. With his ass sticking out. And Jared Leto's just looking at him. <laughs> smiling. Like, that shit was fucking hilarious. But anyways, yeah, first breaks in, doesn't see anything, has a retainer, so maybe that's where the weird bite marks come. He has the rest of a bush pack where there was one beer at the other spot. So there's plenty of clues that could say, like, oh, well, he could have been. But and then he had the, the, that, the underground, the little secret. The under, underground thing, but the underground yeah. thing didn't have anything of value yeah. that was related to any of the murders. 
So they he 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 tells Baxter that, and he's like, "Oh, well, did you see a a red beret or whatever?" And uh, because it belonged to like one of the victims, the jogger, which, the jogger girl. Yeah, which which plays into the ending as well. So second time they break in, uh, Denzel I believe walks to the corner store to get them coffee, and um, uh, Jared Little character comes. Yeah, call Spade Phone. Tell him they know he he knows where the body of the the jogger is that he buried or whatever. They he drives him out all the way to this fucking field and shit. Makes him dig like eight million holes. Denzel fucking drives past where they enter. Um, so I guess it's just a way of him being too late. But as he's as Mr. Baxter is digging these holes. Um, Jared Leto is there agonizing him and fucking being a douchebag. Uh, then he switches focus to talking about the detective's um, family, his wife, his daughter, and, you know, what's going to happen, this and this and that and bullshit. And, well, you know, Baxter just gets fucking tired of it. And, you know, bam, one swing and knocks that motherfucker out. He pulls out. out his inner Triple H. He gets Bro, the shovel. It was so funny. He knocked <laughs> his dude out and the fr- he goes, hey. Hey, hey, guy. Yeah, hey, that was whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, hey. Shit was so <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> hey, snap out of it. <laughs> so um, he ends up ends up killing the dude. You know, Denzel finally comes and finds them uh, and tells him, you know, bury him. Uh, I'll be right back. He pretty much goes and takes all the dudes' clothes and shit to make it look like dudes skip town. Um, and they're pretty much covering up a murder, which ties into what Hector said earlier. Covering up a murder. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, we see that Denzel, you know, he probably either went to the dollar store or something, but he buys a whole pack of barrettes and he sends Rami Malik a red one to make Rami Malik feel comfortable because uh, Rami with is killing like, an innocent man. The whole time because he's like, got Rami, oh, you know, guilty guy. That's my guy. That's my guy. You know, trying to convince himself that what he did was right. Uh, but deep down inside, he feels like a piece of shit who just killed perhaps an innocent person. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, Denzel sends sends him the barrette. And sends him the barrette he sends him a note that says no angels, which is an allusion to like, oh, there's no angels that work on the force. Which, again, no, I don't know. Not, not only that, but if, if you pay attention. So like Hector mentioned earlier, um, Denzel ends up shooting the the chick in the forest by accident, and he said he felt like he was her angel because she was innocent and he accidentally killed her, and he felt like he needed a way to resolve that uh, for her and I guess somewhat for himself. Uh, And when he sent uh, Detective Baxter the Detective Freddie Mercury. The Detective Freddie Mercury, the uh, Barrett. He pretty much wrote him a letter saying, you know, no angels to say like, hey, you know, you you got the guy. It shouldn't be on your conscience anymore. You know, like he did a bad thing. He killed the jogger that you were trying to solve the murder for, even though you well, find it, out. It has like a double entendre meaning because he does go into that spiel about. That officers like can't be angels and things of that nature. Yeah, when, but, and, but then he also mean. talks about that thing. So it does this double meaning shit, kind of like the Joker with the scars type deal, where it's just like, oh, which one are you gonna choose to go with? And 
And it and it just like after the first movie the time I watched it, what made me feel uncomfortable wasn't even the ending itself. If they would have played it like that and played it with some serious music and kept played it serious as it would have, okay, maybe it would have been an interesting ending. Maybe it would have been a thought interesting ending. But no, they play it with this like upbeat music where you see like Rami Malek smiling with this red thing, feeling like oh he's got the mental assurance that he he did the right thing. But even though he didn't, of, huh? Even though he didn't. Even though he didn't, and then it just plays this happy like music. He he grabs his daughter closer and is like, wait a minute, why are you trying to give this movie a happy ending? This movie doesn't have a happy ending. If anything, you giving it a happy ending pisses me the fuck off. Because again, in you know, and I try to keep. I I hate to annoy any one of DJ's podcast viewers who don't like get into politics and things of that nature because. It's just some shit that I do. DJ knows. DJ knows this. He's seen me work with these people. DJ, I even gave GJ like a temporary one-day quick pay job for one of these people. But I, I get highly involved in the shit. And I could most of the time separate it, except for here. You had the audacity to fucking race switch uh, with Denzel and this white girl. That's what you basically try to do. And then you had the audacity to try to play this as a happy ending... Despite the fact that what you have shown us are two cops who have killed one definitely innocent and another one potentially innocent person. I don't care how annoying he is. You're not going to make me fucking empathize with Rami Malik. Because <laughs> until they had some solid shit that would put him away, then no, you killed an innocent fucking dude. You know? Just ask yourself. Really ask yourself. If we would have switched places, and if they would have switched the races in this movie, and oh, and instead of Rami Malek killing greasy, wannabe Mexican-looking Jared Leto, and killing a black dude, and then they play it the exact same fucking way how they did, bro, this movie would be fucking canceled. So many HBO subscription networks would have been fucking unsubscribed. The whole network itself would have been fucking dissed. Twitter would have lost their fucking mind. But I guess because this movie is just not that impressive. And to a lot of people, it's boring as fuck because it's slow-paced like a motherfucker. Slow-paced with no good payoff. Watching it the second time felt like a punishment because you know where everything's going. And then you're just like, oh, shit, now I just got to pay for more clues to see, which it doesn't. It's just a second punishment. But if anything, it gets me to, like, know the story more. This movie pissed me off. And it shows an officer covering for... Twice, two scenarios of officers covering for other officers, and then you want to play this upbeat music that oh that's okay, oh but now you now now you understand. I feel it because I feel like there's gonna be some stupid ass like racist cop supporting motherfuckers who are gonna watch this movie and think that this movie is what they're gonna show like their common sense, honest to god intelligent friends and try to show them like oh see this movie shows you how hard it is being a cop and how there is no angels like i'm not gonna watch i'm not gonna watch a movie that jerks off cops i don't fucking care if denzel does it i don't care if rami malik's in it i don't care if you fucking put the rock in this goddamn movie this movie sucked ass its final message was a big fuck you especially in the times that we're in right now this movie can go fuck itself I gave it a three, and that's just literally me just being nice to Denzel Washington 
because I refuse to give him anything less than a three. Rami Malek's acting was fucking trash. He did the same performance as Freddie Mercury. Jared Leto's basically just... Jared Leto throughout this whole movie, yeah, he gave a slightly better joke performance, but his joke performance was shit. It honestly looked like if he was playing what people think... He's playing what I think people imagine the Wall Street trolls are, which is just these weird, socially awkward, non-speaking fucks who just have dark sense of humor and things of that nature. You know? So, you know, that's the main reason I've been on you about wanting to record this episode. Because realistically, if you would have told me, hey, I don't, I want to skip the little things, I would have fucking agreed. But because of the final message that this movie gives us, and because of the final fuck you that this movie waves to our faces... In a year where we just came off of seeing cops do some horrendous shit and having their backs for each other, and the numerous times that we have these instances of unarmed people getting murdered, because even Jared Leto's character, from what I remember, was unarmed. All he was was just this fucking shit-talking guy with a slushy who just got fucking pegged with a shovel, you know? Granted, even that whole ending sequence I thought was stupid, because Rami Malek, if anything, should have just arrested him and said, hey, this guy's wasting my fucking time. At best, you could have just gotten him for that, you know? But, oh, man, just just the movie, its final message can go fuck itself. That That's it. That's it. It pissed I'm me off. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Hector hated this movie, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, insert, I mean, I agree. It it just... Insert the clip of the I mean, I didn't, I didn't look too much into it in, in a political way, but I guess I can see it that way. Now that you mention it, but I just, I don't know, it just was not a good movie. Um, and we, like like you said, we aren't the only ones who said that. Uh, my uncle agrees. Um, I, I mean, it's a fucking bad movie. And the reason we did watch this and, and, and are reviewing it, guys, is because we did tell you guys that... We promised you guys. Yeah, we're we, doing what we promised you. We promised you guys. The only thing that we said we weren't going to watch was In the Heights, because we don't want to see no musical bullshit. That's the only oh, one yeah, where you motherfuckers can give us a pass on, alright? Yeah, Anything else, we gotta watch. Oh, and as far as, like, our reviews and stuff, they'll be going up, like, on Fridays from now on, so, like, any podcast-type deal is uh, uploaded on a Friday. Uh, so... That being said, like the Royal Rumble one that we just recorded before this, I still have to piece together, and then that'll go up on Anchor and on YouTube, and then so that'll go up uh, sometime in the morning today, since it is Friday, uh, and then this one will go up next Friday. Are you talking uh, about Saturday? Because next Friday there's already going to be another movie for us. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm, I'm saying like I'm gonna upload this next Friday. And then we can, and we'll watch uh, the movie, which is Judas and the Messiah. Which is the one that I've actually, that one I was interested in for a yeah. while. Yeah, that one's coming out next Friday. We'll watch that, and then hopefully record that during the weekend, and then that'll go up the following Friday. And uh, then just announced uh, today, I don't know if you saw, Tom and Jerry comes out later on this month. In March. No, it's no March. February. They moved it to February. What, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I just saw a trailer for where they moved it to February, so I'm like, we have to fucking do Judas and the Black Messiah, and then we gotta go straight to Tom and Jerry. Because they just put it on their Instagram. Yeah, That's... February 26th. What the yeah. fuck, Tom and Jerry? So HBO's just trying to deep throat us with talking about them. Probably because they saw <coughs> knew that this movie fucking sucked. I, this movie, I kind of figured, there's this thing that I tell myself where 
it's sad because there used to be a time where movie trailers wouldn't tell you much about the film and you would just go see it based on what they cut together. That's why. That's why I don't watch. That's why I don't watch trailers anymore. Yeah, yeah. But then there's these also these rare times where they don't tell you much about it and they get your interest and your attention. So you watch it because of the concept. But when there's times where the movie just talks about the actors and talks about, oh, this actor was in this, this actor was in this, this actor's in this, it feels like, and this is just me being a wrestling fan, it feels like when TNA bragged about having fucking wrestlers from the 2000s, it's like, oh, we got Goldust, Booker T, and da-da-da. And then Booker T's kind of bland. Goldust is fucking fat and being Black Rain. And and then... Oh, uh, he was Black Rain, huh? And then you have wrestlers who are on drugs. And now, granted, I'm not saying any of these people were on drugs when they made this movie. Denzel was, every one of them seemed healthy. I just didn't like their performances. Denzel's was okay, but I mean, I'm giving Denzel a pass here because I feel like if I see one more grumpy old man, Denzel, I might just have to throw in the flag and I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to call him out for being a little bit lazy. Don't want to do that, you know. You think- I don't. I don't want Denzel to go the Bruce Willis route. I feel like he's about to go the Bruce Willis route, and and then I just want him to stop. <laughs> don't do Dang. it. Can't you just diss Denzel like that. I love Denzel. I fucking love Denzel. But these past few movies is like, yo, am I gonna? He's kind of putting in the same performance, man. Well, you know, he's old. His career's winding down. You know. He's, he's... I mean, I know, I know, stick to what works, but like, yo, come on, man. Granted, I don't want to be like all hyped and shit and yelling at this movie. He does. I mean, you know, he could be like, uh, like, uh, what's the fucking guy's name? The other black guy. <laughs> O'Keen Woodbine, the guy no. who looks like Dave Chappelle. He's you know him. the, right? You know the other black guy. Uh, the black dude. You know the one that's black. Thank you for describing like 20% of Hollywood. Oh man, uh, I'm talking about um... Jordan Peele. <laughs> Jordan. I can't. Samuel Jackson. What the fuck, man? I couldn't <laughs> think of the motherfucker's name at all. Shit. Samuel Jackson. Damn. <laughs> you couldn't think of Samuel Jackson. I could see his fucking head, like his face, in in my mind, and I was like, man, what the fuck is this guy's name? But yeah, Samuel Jackson. You know. He was kind of typecast for a while, you know, the guy that yells. I think he's still the guy that yells, but he's just so loved that I, you can't really get mad at it, especially if he's given good dialogue. Yeah, I guess. Uh, speaking of uh, Samuel L. Jackson, he does have that new Marvel Secret Invasion show that's going to be coming out next year. I got Disney Plus, so I haven't watched WandaVision. How, how's that been doing for you? I love WandaVision. I'm watching the fourth. I actually. I've, I've been meaning to do a weekly review of WandaVision, but I've I've been so fucking busy. Um, so I'm probably going to review the first four episodes and upload that sometime within the next three weeks or so. Yeah, well, did you still want to do a mini Salsibs one? Because this one went a lot shorter than our Wonder Woman one. Because our Wonder Woman one dragged on, but that's because, like, we're nerds. So that's because Wonder Woman was better than this piece of shit. Wonder Woman was better than this piece of shit. This movie was trash. Oh, man. This movie just... Um, oh, man. This movie was a gut punch. A gut punch. But then again, I figured something was going on because they barely advertised it before it was coming out. The Little Things. Available right now. Go watch it. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when Netflix did the Super Bowl commercial. 
for Cloverfield, that uh, sequel movie. And then they're just like, available today. Oh, shit. After the game. And I was like, oh, shit. And everybody like lost their mind. Like, that's pretty fucking cool for Netflix to do that. And then everybody was watching Netflix. was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> this is deliberate ass. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, this movie sucked. Oh, uh, anyways. You want you want to do a prediction? Or you want to do like a a, a pre prediction? So have you seen the trailer for uh, Black Judas and the oh yeah Black Judas and the Black Messiah? I don't watch trailers, bro. I'll, I'll watch a teaser and that's it. I'll watch whatever the first but thing have you they seen drop. The teaser for that? Uh yeah, I've seen the teaser. Okay. It looks it looks good. You want me to give you like a synopsis or you just wanna? Nah, I'll just watch it. Just watch it. All right, all right. I'll yeah. let you go. Going I think on. I think the only thing the only movie trailer I've seen from anything coming out for HBO Max is probably Tom and Jerry, and that's just because when I you know Aaliyah's Aaliyah's at that age where she was watching Tom and Jerry, and I was like oh let me show it to her and I saw it and was like this looks fucking whack but whatever it looks supremely whack but it's crazy how HBO just moved that shit to February. I hate HBO changing our schedules though. Well. Uh, did you, uh, did you, so there's still... We are episodes. getting a four-hour rated R Snyder Cut, though. I mean, that should be fun, right? In March? It's gonna be dude, that podcast... Ever, bro. Dude, that podcast's gonna be, like, ten hours long. We need to that, break that up in pieces. Yeah. Yeah, I can't sit through no four hours. We break it up and either we break up that review in pieces, or, or, if you're feeling better, and if you finally fucking copy the links that I send you and get this equipment... I can go to your crib and we can in person do. I'll bring one of my mics too so that I could be joined by Trey if he'll pull up and we could do a long, long fucking dissection of the Snyder. Man, I don't know if I can sit through a four hour Snyder movie. <laughs> no, you gotta watch it in pieces. You know, I'm gonna watch it at work because I work security. So, you know, I when I'm working a dead day, because we have three dead days that I work, meaning barely anybody comes in, right? All you gotta do is just make sure nobody breaks in the building. But you're practically in a fucking desert, so nobody's going in there anyway. Unless it comes to, like, throwing dogs out the fucking window, and then that's how I get ally and shit. You know? But, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. That's fine. I mean, I'm down to, you know, try out whatever. Um, I'll probably sit through the whole fucking four hours. I mean, I'll find a day. Now, if you want to... I think it comes out March... Something. Yeah. You want to hang up this call, and then I'll call you again so we can just do the mini sausage one? It's only going to be a short one. Yeah, I ain't got that much to talk about. Uh, All right, so we're going to end this video. Yeah, we're going to end this one, guys. Uh, little things. If you want to watch Little Things, go ahead and watch Little Things. I totally recommend for you not to because it's just not a great movie at all. But at if all. you're a Denzel fan and you want to watch his latest movie, just check out the Little Things. Um, if you, you want to continue your little streak of Denzel, you know, the – Go ahead, add it to your piece, but you know. Like get, I said, Denzel performance. This is definitely on the 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 side of la, of After Earth for me. After After Earth was just. Oh damn! Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's after, that's. After Earth, I gave a one. Uh, I got to see the free screen. After After Earth is what knocked Jaden Smith. I hate After Earth even more, not because it failed. But because of the fact that after Jane Smith realized he couldn't act, homie thought he could rap. And that motherfucker's music is trash. <laughs> He's not his fucking dad. He can't act. He can't rap. He can't do it. He's just, he's yeah. not Will Smith. 
He doesn't know that, though. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. Or maybe he does. Maybe that's why he makes all that emo music, because he knows. Uh, look, I, I, hey, kudos to Jaden, Mr. You know, he made that water. You know, he's trying to get back to, you know, people who can't afford shit and whatever he used to fucking do for his water and stuff like that. That's cool and all. Hey, I applaud you. I, I, I admire that. I think that's really cool. But you, sir, your name is Jaden Smith, not Will Smith. Please. Stop. If you want to act, hey, get some acting lessons, you know? Try to get, do better. If you want to rap, no. whatever. Well, <laughs> again, if you're a Denzel fan, this is me and DJ for once. I think that's probably the one time we agreed on a number. So we both agreed. This is a three. Yeah, maybe. I'll probably go... Whatever I gave After Earth is what I'm giving this month. <laughs> One out of ten, you gave it a three. Well, I don't surprised. remember what I gave After Earth because After Earth is so long ago. But I, yeah. I, I put them like, like that. Damn, really? Yeah. Are you sure that's not a one then? Because like I'm telling, rating just, it now out of a one to ten scale, what do you give it? I don't know. I'm gonna give it. I, I'm gonna give it in a. I don't like it because it sucked really bad. Okay, so, so, so like, there's Suck Really Bad, there's Really Fucking Trash, and then there's this movie that makes me want to kill myself, you know? No, no, it's not that bad. That's that's okay. Dragon Ball Evolution. A movie that makes me want to kill myself is Dragon Ball <laughs> I don't think anything, well, maybe maybe Batman vs. Superman and, and Justice League, but maybe. No, not even uh, that. That was your The Last Airbender? Oh, man, that movie made me want to kill myself, too. <laughs> those go. To, those are ones. Those are solid, solid ones. I don't even Not think those are up. ones. I think those are zeros. Those, those are negatives. Those, fuck those movies. Oh man, that's those but, movies hurt my soul. But being um, the five dollar Walmart bin where it belongs. I'm the HEC. That was my review of little things. All right, we'll see y'all later. So,